BizQuick podcast hits on the struggles and advantages of being an entrepreneur. It's for anyone who's made the commitment to burn the boats and not look back. Are you a busy entrepreneur or small business owner trying to do it all? Then this podcast is for you. Corey and Julie will take you through the details of building a strong business. Hit the subscribe button and gear up for another episode of BizQuick Podcast. Hello and welcome to BizQuick. I'm Corey. I am Julie. And... On today's show, we continue the Defeat the Chaos series. So what we're doing is we are uh, replaying some of our favorite episode shows of Defeat the Chaos. And Julie and I are going to give you a little insight before we do that. And not the show, the interview with the guest. Yes, the guest interview, yeah, yeah. correct. Um, and so Julie and I will give you just a little insight before we jump into that. And you can uh, hear what we liked, what we didn't like. I don't know about the episodes. And just then you get to hear the interview. So Yeah. So this was one of the last ones that we did where we always had the camera off. And this, I think, put um, Matthew and Luigi at a distinct disadvantage because they're not they're not in the same place together, and so they couldn't see each other. There was no visual cues for them to know who was going to answer questions. So you'll hear some some pauses um, in the answering as they're, they're delaying. They're kind of waiting to see which one of them is going to jump in. There's a little bit of crosstalk on it. Your answers are great. Matthew and Luigi are amazing or just like two really, really great guys. And they're very good at what they do, treat their clients very well. But the, the interview at times you're like, uh, what are we waiting on? Yeah. Um, I'm going to say some good things about the interview. Okay. (laughs) Just giving you a hard time. No, uh, I always, so we were, um, on their podcast, they yes. were on our podcast, and then we had them on the radio show, and they're always a fun conversation. They really are. Um, maybe even great conversation. I don't know if, I, if I'm going <sighs> to use that adjective yet uh, to describe it, but um, <laughs> the uh, I always enjoy talking to them just because it's we talk about finances. We get into um, numbers, taking out loans, the all of those things that I enjoy talking about, um, and so it's always interesting to talk to them because they're two sharp guys who... I uh, have a lot of knowledge when it comes to that, like the risk in business and the risk with taking a loan and, and the benefits of taking, you know, using somebody else's money to pay for your business rather than your own money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they're generally, um, at least one of them is always on the same side as, as we are, where it's easier, it's better to work with someone else's money whenever you can. Yes. You know, agreed. but I think the big, you know, the important thing that I, I, they're, they really look out for the best interests of their clients and they're very, very good at, you know, helping their clients find money and find the best way, the best financial moves to make. So, um, I'm huge fans of theirs. I did not mean to make it sound like I didn't like them. I was giving you a hard time. I know. Stop it. I'm not emotionally ready for a hard time today. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, their podcast, the liquid lunch project, uh, is, is a great podcast for anybody out great. there. Is it great? Fuck you, all right? <laughs> Listen, listeners, we are going to break him of that habit. Yes. I is. want someone to leave us a review and just use the word great as many times you as possible. You know what I have never done? Reviewed our own podcast, so great, 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 great. <laughs> I can't tell if you're making fun of me because I have reviewed our own podcast. <laughs> Twice. <laughs> Stop it, Corey Harris. <laughs> 
you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah that's fine. I gotta support. We gotta you support. You support what you love, or it yes, goes away. Exactly. <laughs> um, which uh, you got this text message the other day because you were obviously on the text thread that I sent it. But uh, Cabo Fish Taco, which by now will have been open uh, for a few weeks, but. Uh, we're recording this prior to the, the restaurant opening. We got our first one-star review the other day, um, <laughs> which is hilarious because we're not open. So I don't know how we got a, a I was negative like, review. But. I don't remember. I I was like, I looked up the person and I was like, whatever her name was. Let's just say it was Ann Smith. I'm like, why does Ann Smith hate Godmoofish Taco? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I mean, I'm just as upset as you that we're not open. And I give <laughs> us a one-star for not being open right now. But uh, that's about it. So. Yeah, that was a that was a pretty pretty like interesting review. I'm like, there was no comments though, so I don't know. No. Do you think maybe the food sucked, or maybe she waited a long time <laughs> to get in the door? Yeah, I stood outside <laughs> for hours and they never opened up. <laughs> Sorry, they're not open on Sundays. Yeah, we we had um the other day I was in there like all of the chairs are up on tables and like it, it does not look like we are open at all period whether or not we're open for business or just we haven't opened for the day and uh, but we we had put a, a sandwich board on the sidewalk for to encourage people to come in and, and apply for jobs uh-huh. um, and have the front door unlocked so that people can do that right and these two girls walked in the other day and they're like uh, I thought they were gonna apply for jobs I was hoping they were gonna apply for jobs I was like yes I need more employees come in um, they're like so are you guys open? Right now, and like I looked around, and I was like, I wanted to just be a dick and be like, "Does it look like we're open right now? All the chairs are on tables, and there's just the two of us, and there's like construction materials on the bar right now." Um, and I was like, "No, we're 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 not open." Uh, he's like, well, what time do you open? I'm like, "We're not open. Period. Like for business. Like you got to come back in a couple weeks." And they're like, "Huh?" I'm like, I don't want you to be my customer. <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah. Anyway. The rapid decline. The dumbing down of America. Yes, exactly. We are actively participating in it. Yes. But anyway. Back uh, to Matthew and Luigi. Yes. What was your favorite part of the conversation? Uh, I, I Again, just like talking to them. Talking about um, just like the whole risk of business. And I always love uh, Matthew on every uh, on our podcast and, and on the show. He always drops like a ton of knowledge at the end of the, the interview really for, for small business owners like hey if you want to you know get take advantage of this 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 and this like you have to stop take some notes start it again because he drops a lot of knowledge at every at the end of everything that we do he really does he does i also like that i figured out that liquid lunch is a double entendre. I know. I can't believe that it took you that long to figure you that out. you didn't know yes i did no you didn't you Wait, didn't. Did oh no, I didn't. Yeah, no, I was the, thinking, the, yeah. the proof is in the in the interview. Yes, yes, you're right. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I I figured it out. Yeah. It never happens, folks. No. It never happens. I'm never the smarter one on this team. Sometimes you are. <sighs> Not all the time though, but sometimes you are. Very rarely. Very rarely though. Yeah. All right. You want to take a quick break? Yeah, and- we should probably uh, take a break. And then we'll uh, bring in the interview with Matthew and Luigi. Yes. From Shield Advisory from our Defeat the Chaos series. With so many things competing for our attention these days, efficiently acquiring and retaining customers is critical for small businesses. And that's why we launched Certivium, the newest business from the SB Pace team. 
Certivium is a business created specifically for entrepreneurs who need a hand with customer service, customer engagement, and social media management. We are an affordable option that any small business looking to grow needs to help maintain the most important part of their business, their customers. Find out if Certivium is right for your business at certivium.com. Welcome back to Defeat the Chaos, everybody. We've got the experts from Shield Financial on. We've got Matthew Meehan and Luigi Rosa Bianca. Welcome to the show, guys. Hey, hey, Corey. Hey, Julie. Thanks for having us. We're so excited to be here today. Thanks. Good morning, folks. Thanks so much. Yep. Yeah. Thanks for joining. Um, and I think that we're going to just jump right into the name of your podcast because we had an epiphany by we julie had an epiphany right there at the end of the first segment about the name of your podcast so did we get that right (laughs) okay so i think you're both right so liquid is a financial term right but also liquid lunches on wall street were a thing pre-covid right because not all business is done in the boardroom sometimes you had to go out have drinks and get belly to belly with people and it turned into that old-fashioned three martini lunch so it's a play on both Matt, you mean there was a time where people actually got together and discussed business in person? Oh, many years ago. Many years ago. Uh, I think we're dating ourselves. Yeah, tell me, Grandpa Matt. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so Wall Street, um, if you guys have ever been there, um, it it's filled with bankers, lawyers, attorneys, and business. Most business was done not in boardrooms, but in the bars and the restaurants that that surrounded the Wall Street area nine out of ten times. And I know myself spending 17 years on Wall Street, I was in a lot of those restaurants, a lot of days, closing deals, meeting new connections, and just networking through it. So that's kind of, it's an adage to the, our, our throwback on the old Wall Street days. Excellent. So, well, Julie, Corey, let me give you like an old uh, throwback. There's this really famous uh, steakhouse on Wall Street called Bobby Vance. And if you ever come to New York City, you would kind of uh, definitely trip over one of them because they're all over the place. But there's this wonderful tradition that once you become a quote-unquote regular, they'll have these little two-inch plaques on the wall, and they'll put your name on it. So one day, they call me up, and they go, hey, Lou, come over. We're going to buy you a drink. And I walk in there, and I tell you guys, I've got a lump in my throat. I, I think I drew a tear, and my name was up on the wall. So this was back in, I guess, 90s, early 2000s, where a lot of business occurred on a handshake. Now, now you need you know 14-page contracts and everything gets buttoned up, but there was a greater honor code in America back in the day. Cool. <laughs> I have, um, I, I want to go back to a different topic that Corey and I were talking about before the break and get you guys' thoughts on, because I'm sure you have some. So um, I will, um, Luigi, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually ask this question to you. What are... What are your thoughts on emptying out your retirement to um, to finance your business? And I mean emptying it out. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm with you because um, this has become a very topical conversation in my household. Uh, Tina and I just got married a couple of months ago. So Tina, by definition, is extremely conservative and I'm probably um, financially conservative. 
And I, I think Matt and I are a little bit more aggressive. You know, like if we see things are going well, you know, we double down and maybe quadruple down. Um, but I think prudence would dictate and my age and experience would dictate that there is a happy medium. I mean, I've gone through business where I went through several recessions, terrorist attacks, pandemics, um, you know, uh, you may have a physical ailment. Shit happens in life. Um, I hope I was able to say that. So I, oh, think, yeah. I think the better form of valor would be to find that happy medium. I, I don't think you want to empty the, uh, the nest, you know, keep, keep an egg or two in there. But you got to scramble some eggs once in a while to make a beautiful omelet. Well put. And I'm, I'm, we agree over here. Sometimes you got to scramble all the eggs and then borrow some from your neighbors too. <laughs> yeah. Yes, sometimes you do. Matt, how about you? Same, same boat? You, you agree? I'm more of a risk taker, I think, than Luigi is. However, you know, I'm always big on holding back reserves of 25%. Okay. If you look at some of the greatest conquerors in the world, whether it was Genghis Khan, Napoleon, or Alexander the Great, the reason that they succeeded and business is war, right? At the end of the day, if you're going to start something new and you want to go out and you want to conquer lands, because it's pretty much what you're doing, you're going to need to have strategy when you do it, right? So the reason they were able to conquer so many places was they had one strategy. It's funny that all of them used the same thing. They sent in three quarters of their troops. And then when they thought they were depleted uh, and the other, the other side was defeated and they were, you know, everybody was tired and fighting on the battlefield, they sent in the fresh 25% that they had to go in and finish off the fight. So I always think you have to have 25% in reserve. So I wouldn't say depleting always, but take 75% of the money and go for it. What about somebody who, let's say, is younger or doesn't have a savings or doesn't, doesn't have much in savings and they're trying to start a business? Uh, they're going to throw everything. I, I mean, at, still at, at my spry young age of 40, I'm, I'm still in the mindset that I can just continue to make money as long as I need to make money. But at the age of 25, living hand to mouth, I'm like, throw it all in. Screw it. I can just go work more tomorrow and make more money. But starting a business costs a lot of money. And it was definitely outside of the realm of possibility for me at the age of, let's say 25, because I had nothing in savings and that was extremely poor. Um, how, like, I mean, like, what are, what are some of the best ways for somebody in that, that situation to find money? So, I mean, when it comes to finding money, right outside of going to investors, the ways to get money for your business is going to be the three C's, which is cash flow, credit, or collateral, right? So, I mean, if you're 25 and you have a car that's paid off and you really believe in your business, you can go get a loan against your car, right? Or you can go out if you have good credit, right? And you can take out some credit cards. I mean, there's so many stories throughout history of people who started their business on their credit card and became successful, right? I think uh, Kevin Smith, the director, went out and he maxed out his credit cards and made the movie Clerks and look where he is now. And that's what started off his career. Some people don't believe in that ideology, but um, I think I do. And I would do it because it's unsecured because if you take the risk and you fail, at the end of the day, what's gonna wind up happening is you're gonna have bad credit, but you can get out of that within seven years. And I'd rather have bad credit for seven years than never take the shot at all. That's a, a- a great point there because it's it, uh, 
there's no sense in just sitting around and working some crappy job if you've got a good idea. So might as well take that shot while you can and, and do the best with it. And uh, yeah, the maxing out the credit cards. Uh, yeah, that's for whatever reason, I would much rather take out like a <laughs> some gigantic loan than even think about maxing out one of my credit cards again. Cause it took forever to get out of that, uh, that debt, but it is something that it, you know, with a little bit of time and effort and just if you, cut some things out of your budget, you can definitely do. Um, so let's talk a little bit more about what Shield Financial does, or Shield Advisory, sorry. Corey, Julie, our, our mantra is pretty simple. What we try to do all day long is try to find the uh, services and programs for small businesses that large businesses normally have available to them. And whether it's lending, whether it's tax credits, whether it's interesting um, tax planning strategies, POS systems, if you've got a team of professionals behind you and you have a CFO and you have a um, uh, uh, white glove shoe firm, um, law firm behind your back and an accounting firm behind your back, you have all those professionals. But if you're starting out, you have no one to turn to. So what Shield tries to do all day long is to find a leveling playing field for the small business. I mean, I'll give you an example of something we're working on right now. We love tax credits. And why do we love tax credits? Because the government doesn't do anything right. I mean, one of the reasons FedEx and UPS and DHL are so successful is because the post service sucks. So the IRS has these wonderful tax programs, but they don't tell anyone about it. The IRS doesn't have a marketing arm or a PR firm that promotes this. So the small business person, unless you're going to Washington and you're going through the annals of DC, you've got no idea what these tax credits are. So we really are keen in promoting tax credits to small businesses because it's found money. And, and basically that's us in a nutshell. That's, I love that. I, I love what you just said about how, you know, the, the reason that FedEx and UPS and DHL are so successful is because the USPS sucks and how the IRS doesn't have an advertising or a marketing arm that goes out and tells people, you know, what to do. It doesn't tell them where, what, what's available to them. That's, that's such a smart way to look at it. And that's a really good place for you guys to position yourselves to be the people that are providing that information to small business owners. And as, as a small business owner, especially like you were saying, Luigi, when, if you don't have that team of individuals behind you doing that work for you, that all of that work falls on you. And there's, a thousand other things that a small business owner needs to be doing just to keep their business afloat and trying to find those tax credits or ways to just get more money. And again, like you said, I mean, it, God forbid that the government actually do anything that we pay them to do, um, you know, and help us much less, but yeah, having, having somebody on, you know, in your corner being the, the your, your company to help a business find those things, to find money, to just, because I mean, just a little bit of extra cash, everybody would love a little bit of extra cash. And as a small business owner, the things that you could do with that money just is, is crazy if you think about it. And it's just sitting there and nobody knows. Corey, Julie, we found that this miracle happens when you let an American entrepreneur do his thing. Let a baker bake, let a candlestick maker make candles, let a mechanic repair transmissions. If they can focus on their craft, this miracle happens and it's a cascade of revenue. But if that person has to worry about bookkeeping 
and janitorial services and ordering uh, supplies on Quill or Staples and all the administrative bureaucratic muck that is today's American reality, it's very difficult to make those candles. So what we try to do is have the entrepreneur focus on your craft. That's what you're good at. Like you guys are great at radio, right? But you don't have to worry about the executive team worrying about the radio, the, the, the sound checks and the technology behind it. You guys can focus on your craft because you have a team behind you. And it's beautiful. That's why your radio show is so wonderful. Well, we have Aaron behind us. Aaron is a magician. <laughs> yes. The rock. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I, I, I want to say this too, before the, before the moment passes and, and we dive deeper into some of these topics, but when, you know, going back to what you said, Luigi, about the, you know, the IRS doesn't have a marketing arm. Well, if the government spent as much money letting people know how they can be better business owners, how they can get these important credits, what's available to them and spent less time marketing a vaccine across the country, like, because we've just been subjected to the biggest marketing campaign we've ever seen run by the federal government. And uh, honestly, that time could have been so much better spent and that money so much better spent on helping people get back up on their feet after the devastation that happened in all of 2020 and a good portion of 2021. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. And I, I think government is best when they do two things and two things well. You know, keep your hands out of our pockets and keep your eyes out of our bedroom. Um, keep the red lights working, keep the military fortified, and just make sure the streets are paved. Keep things simple. Don't, don't get involved in too many things. Americans are pretty industrious. We can figure shit out. Sure, but the problem is that uh, outside of that, they also just try sit around and try to figure out how they can get more money. Yeah. And since they don't have a model that produces money, they have to take money, which is the frustrating part because you know the the one part of any kind of uh, in any city, the the one department that works very 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 well is parking enforcement. You will get parking tickets because that is a profit center. They don't care about fixing potholes because eh, that costs money, but we can make money. But that's just me. Uh, look, you, you folks are right. Look, I, I don't want to keep harking on the government because at the end of the day, we're proud Americans and uh, I'm proud to be an American. I know everyone on this radio show is proud to be an American, but um, less government is best. I mean, look at Amtrak, for example. Amtrak could be an amazing enterprise, but they're losing billions every quarter. So what has Amtrak created? Amtrak has created very successful regional airlines because there's no way I'm going to get on the Acela to get to Boston and spend $300 when the seats are filthy and the service is terrible. But if I get on one of my regional airlines, I could probably spend half as much money and have a more pleasant experience. Yeah. And it, it's, it's crazy, but that's, I mean, the problem is there, there's no competition. So why, why would they bother to try and do better? Because, you know, there you have to ride Amtrak if you if you want to take a train, and that's just um, you know the problem there in general. But we are um, running out of time in this segment, so let's uh, kind of turn our direction back to um, what y'all do. So before we go, um, maybe Matt, you, you can give us um, you know a, a, a tip or something for any small business owner out there, just something that somebody can do now to help improve their financial situation in their business. 100%. You know, there's one program out there. We started talking about tax credits. I think every small business owner needs to be aware of. 
And as of right now, where the stats lie, only 20% of them are. It's called the Employee Retention Tax Credit Program. This program is the only stimulus program still available today. PPP is done, EIDL is done. However, like I said, only 20% of small businesses know this exists. It's a program where you can get back up to $33,000 per employee if your business was affected by the pandemic, right? Um, you have to have W-2 employees and you either need it to be shut down by the government fully or partially, or have a revenue decrease in 2020 of 50% or greater compared to the same quarter of 2019, or a revenue decrease of 20% or greater for 2021 in the first three quarters compared to the same quarter of 2019. The program was initially released in the CARES Act. It was expanded in the American Rescue Plan. Me and Luigi have been getting our clients into it. And so far in the last six months, we've gotten small businesses back over $40 million. That is a lot of money. Um, what, uh, what's the average like ballpark for what a small business like you've helped? It's really, it really depends on employees, but the average number that we've gotten is about $87,500, which, which is life changing to some businesses, right? No, definitely. Um, I mean, that, that's like a full, that's a full salary and benefits for somebody. Exactly. And the best part is it's not a loan. It's a tax credit that comes in the form of a refundable check, which means the IRS is sending you a U.S. Treasury check to your bank account that you never have to pay back. Man, that's great. Um, well, before we go, uh, can you just give us a um, just a quick uh, note on where everybody can find you? You guys can find us on the socials. As you guys stated earlier, our podcast is the Liquid Lunch Podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Apple, iTunes. Um, you can also find me, Matthew R. Meehan, on Facebook and Instagram, Luigi at Luigi Rosa Bianca. And our website is www.shieldadvisorygroup.com. Great. Well, Matt and Luigi, we uh, appreciate you all coming back on one of our shows and, and talking with us today. As always, we enjoy the conversation. It's always a blast, guys. Thank you for the invite. Thanks so much, guys. We appreciate y'all. Thank you. Look yep. forward to doing it again. Yep, definitely. And we will be in touch. And uh, we are going to take a quick break and we'll be right back after these commercials. Well, we hope that you enjoyed that replay of our interview on Defeat the Chaos. And you can check out all of our live shows on Defeat the Chaos. It's on the Voice America Business Channel every Thursday at 9 a.m. And be sure to check out our other podcasts on BizQuick Podcast. We release those every Tuesday and Thursday. Julie, you got anything else? I do not. Thanks for tuning in.